0: Hey leaders, thanks for listening to our podcast. So whether you've had a great year and you're looking forward to that momentum taking you into next year, or you haven't had a great year and you're not exactly sure why, mapping out your direction for next year is super important. And obviously we call that strategic planning. Sometimes though, asking yourselves the questions to reflect on what happened last year and then what you wanna do next year can be really hard. So we created an assessment at compassleadership.coach called the Momentum Map. So if you just go to our website and look for the Momentum Map button, you can click on that and get started right away clarifying where you were last year and what you want to do next year. It's super simple and super easy and gets you moving in the direction that you need to go with clarity. We'll even send you a personalized plan to help you next quarter. So check out compassleadership.coach or click on the link in the description. And now on with the show. Hey, I'm Jeremy Yoder and welcome to Real Construction Talk. So we've been talking about our framework here at Real Construction Talk and Compass Leadership. We believe that your business should give you life, liberty and help you pursue your happiness. Obviously that's from the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal and uh, have certain inalienable rights and among those are life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness. So if you want those things out of your business, guess what, you're in the right place. And to do that, uh, you have to avoid what we call the three M's, the three things that rise to the top that destroy businesses. They are money problems, management problems, and mapping problems or strategic planning problems. And these crop up in every business. So to avoid the three M's and set yourself up so that your business gives you life, liberty, and helps you pursue your happiness, we created a framework of specific areas that we see in construction businesses that you have to focus on. And that will help you to avoid those three M's and really help you succeed in your business. And we've been talking about a few of those. We've already talked about the money problem. What are some things that you need to do? Go back to, uh, I believe it was episode 19. (laughs) We start talking about uh, money problems, um, some ways to get around money problems. Um, And then the last episode, episode 20, we talked about management problems. And management starts with personal management, your management, who you are. Your company should never or probably will never outgrow you. And what I mean by that is you're the cap to your company. You and your leadership, you guys are caps to your company. You have to grow as a person. And in your understanding, you have to evolve higher than where your business is right now. Um, And ways of doing that are basically taking an inner look about where you're at personally with some things and just getting better. So we talked a little bit about how you manage people um, and how you raise a hand first. It's not necessarily a people problem, it may have been a system problem. So rather than pointing fingers, try to understand what the problem is first. And we also talked about then, you know, putting your own oxygen mask on first because if you put your own oxygen mask on, you're going to live to help other people. (laughs) And it comes into like the scenario of being in an airplane and uh, you lose cabin pressure, put your own oxygen mask on first. So raise a hand uh, before you point fingers. Um, And in management, in hiring people, People want to work for people that they know, like, and trust, just like sales. It's the same thing. But in um, on a, the management side of things, um, you know, know, like, and trust factor can be dulled out over, over days, weeks, and months. People need to have that all the time with you. Within sales, it may be more of a shorter window but you're really continuing to look to build no like, and trust factor with those people that are working directly with you and around you. That is what begins to make a stellar company. But that's on you as a leader to go out of your way to build that no like, and trust factor. So we talked a little bit about that. And today we're gonna to talk of the second part of the management problem that can crop up. <laughs> are the people problems, and how do you avoid people problems in your company? Um, And it's not just a matter of, I know where you're probably at right now is I've got this problem with this person, they're kind of not doing what I asked them to do, I get it. I know it. That's where you can find yourself. and A lot of us do well, with somebody that's not in the right fit for the company or just in the wrong seat, but you need them to do their job right now because there's nobody else to do that. I totally get it. How do you get yourself or get this person to the place where they are doing what you're asking them to do? I totally understand. Um, So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. How do you motivate people and a little bit deeper into how do you get the right people in the right seats in the first place? And that has to do with hiring people and putting people on the right butts, butts in the right seats, if that makes sense. So cool. Let's go. Let's dive into this. since we're on this idea of management, um, you know, hiring people into your organization, getting the right people on the bus, um, I hear this a lot. Now, how do I find good people? Are there good people even out there that work anymore, <laughs> especially in the trades? Like, where are the good people? Where are they hiding? Are they, you know, they're because they're not in my company or I can't find them. Well, maybe you're using ads or maybe you're using a service to find people or to hire people or you're relying on the good Lord just to put them on your doorstep. Whatever methodology you're using, if it doesn't feel like it's working, there are a few things that we're going to talk about today that may help you find really good people. For me, the first step in finding really good people, if I'm looking to hire uh, into my company, is defining what I truly need for that position. So taking a really clear overview of where you're at in your company and how you're growing and what are the key positions that you need next. Now I get it, if you're, in a trades kind of idea here or in a trades company and, and you just need a couple workers to do the work and you're just looking for skilled workers to come in and lay trim or to lay floor or to, to do drywall or to help you on a roof or, or whatever it is. I get that. You're looking for a skilled tradesman But I'll submit this, that it's not just the skill that you're looking for, it's a cultural fit that you're looking for, too. And I know that may sound like pie in the sky, you just need somebody to do the work. But it just depends on where you want to go with this thing. And if you just are trying to make it week to week, project to project... You get paid for the project and go to the next project, get paid to the project, go to the next project, then you're fine, just go find anybody to fill that seat and then you're probably gonna replace them in a couple months anyway. But that's not sustainable. We all know that's not sustainable. And I bet that's not what you really, really want if you're thinking about it. I bet you want a solid business that at some point, you can maybe just work on the business rather than being in the field as much as you have been, rather than being on the roof rather than putting up the spackle, rather than getting on your knees and laying the floor or or even, you know, doing the framing side of things or laying the concrete no matter where you find yourself, maybe you you do desire to be a little bit more uh, working on the business. So how do you find the right people to take over those positions so you don't have to and that will have the same passion that you have for your business? That's the hard part. But here's here's the thing. Define the position that you're going to need next and then think five positions in the future. Where do you see this in the next year, two years? What are those positions that you're really going to need and what is the next hire? And then start to think a little bit deeper. Like, what are the characteristics of that person that you need? Not just, you know, well, they need to know how to lay a floor or they need to know the technical things, but... What does their personality need to be like? I mean, there's certain jobs that an introvert is going to be amazing at, somebody that really doesn't like to talk a lot. Uh, There'll be some jobs that, well, they have to be in front of customers, and they're going to need to have more of an outgoing personality. So that defines the kind of person that you need for that position. Begin to think through those things. Now here, I'm going to stretch you a little bit. Put this down on paper. Write it out or type it out, whatever you want to do. If you put it in the cloud somewhere, that's fine too on a Google Drive or something. But your documentation is important here because you can come back to that and you can refine it over time. If it's just in your head and you never get it out, that's a problem. And you'll never really remember or really move on what thoughts you had before. You might think you, you could do that, but if you, know, if, if you have as much stuff going on in your life as I do, I know for a fact that I'll forget 50 to 75% of what I was thinking before. So get it down on paper. What are the unique characteristics of the person that you should have in that position? So we're not just looking at the skill or the labor in that position, but we're actually looking at the type of personality, the type of person that they are. And that also goes into the type of person that you want for the culture of your business. What kind of person do you want them to be? So um, as you're doing your interview process, these are the things that come up, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit here, but this will save you some headaches in the future too, if you write these things out. So number one, define the position, what position now, this year, what five or six positions do you need, or maybe 10 positions for this year and next year that you're going to need to get you to the position where you can step back a little bit. Uh, the job understanding, number two, job understanding or characteristics of the job particularly, and that may have the skill involved there. But also, number three, personality characteristics, like what really does this person need to look like? Almost like building what we'd say in advertising an avatar, like who is your main customer in sales, but who is your main Uh, What does this avatar look like? Uh, Who is the type of person that you need for that position? Um, And that helps then with building your company culture too. This is a longer term. This is not job to job. This is I'm building something here that's sustainable and growing for my family, which leads to legacy. And that's always where we're heading, guys. We're always wanting to think and head towards legacy. What is this in the future? So now I know this is really quickly, we can get into the weeds here and we can go deeper into defining what this looks like. But the the bigger part of this is you begin to map this out. You start to map out your process of finding the right. Job with the right person and matching those two things together. Now, when it comes to the actual hiring part, here are a couple ideas for you to start thinking about. How do you find the right people? I heard it said recently that you should hire quickly and fire even more quickly. <laughs> but in other words, you know, don't draw out the the hiring process too long. Make a quick determination, and if you have Um, If you have your documentation in order here, you're going to be able to think about these things pretty quickly. Is this the right person or is this not the right person? If it's not the right person, move on. Go to the next. Um, If they are, don't just put a button in the seat. Make sure they're going to fit your culture that you want it to be also. So uh, it usually starts, obviously, if you're talking now, okay, you had a lead come in. Uh, you're talking with a person that usually starts with like a phone interview or getting on the phone with somebody, an initial conversation with a person one on one. And um, so, no matter how that person comes in, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Connect with them in the first 24 hours, reach out to them right away, set up a call, even if it's not a call right now, at least get a call set up within the first 24 hours. Well, number two, if they pass an initial test, so the initial interview, and you get um, that first, you know, call with them then get a face-to-face. Get get rhythm. Have them come in the office. Meet them face-to-face. Get to know them a little bit. Have your questions ready. Uh, again, we'll go over that in just a second here. Then get them in the field. Get them talking to some of the guys. Introduce them to some of the people. See if they gel. See if there's something that one of your leaders picks up that you didn't pick up. Get them around the team a little bit. If they get past this third one, food or coffee. And I know this might sound weird and this may not be applicable to everybody out there depending on what kind of trade you're in or, or what you're doing or where you're, what stage you're at in your business. If you can get somebody in front of food or coffee, it really get, puts them at ease. And then you let them talk. Really get to know them. Don't say much. Ask some questions. Let them talk. You'll really hear their character now. Now they're either gonna really solidify, yeah, this is the right person for for our company, or they're gonna shoot themselves in the foot. <laughs> There's a story I heard of a guy who went through this whole process, and this is more for a leadership office type of position. And uh, they got to this part where uh, they got to the food and the food or, or coffee part of it, and they met at this little um, you know coffee house and started to drink coffee and. The guy started. Oh boy, I'm, I'm glad we're not eating. I'm glad we're just getting coffee. And the owner's like, oh, really? What's going on? He said, oh, last night was a tough one. Oh, okay, what happened? Well, it was my friend's bachelor party. On and on and on and on and on. I'm the only one that didn't go to jail. <laughs> well, for that particular company, this wasn't the right fit. <laughs> But I'm just saying that that's a that's a funny kind of instance. And that may not be a big deal for a a lot of people. But uh, for this company, it was you'll hear a lot when you just are quiet and ask good questions. And then make the offer. Number five, make the offer. Get your onboarding documents together. Um, The agreements, the payroll stuff, make sure your vision, mission, values, and culture are all together so that you can actually give them documents and onboard them well. Now, again, if you're a larger company, you have a human resources person that is doing a lot of this work. But if you're a smaller business owner, you're going to be doing all this, obviously. So I hope that helps put some things in order for you to think through. And if you can do this all in under a week... That's the best case scenario. Um, Get him in in a few days, hire him in a few days and get rolling in the business, get them rolling in the business. Now I understand all this is kind of best case scenario and sometimes we have to move faster or we have to loo- move a little bit slower and we're hiring somebody that you know maybe is in a, in a position that's gonna carry a lot of weight or in more management type of a thing, use your discretion obviously in this, but these are just some tips to help you start thinking through how you're going to do your hiring because these are the super important things that build build our companies and take us where we want to go in the future, getting the right people in the right seats. So bonus tip here, if you're building a company that's going to be more than five or 10 employees, (laughs) um, obviously you have to have the idea that you're building a, a larger or a greater company at the onset here. So what you're gonna need is a pipeline of workers coming in. So begin to strategize what that could look like. Start to think about the schools or the trade schools in your local area, high school and college, and and, and begin to work with them get to know the high school, get to know the colleges and see if there's a way of working with them in an internship type of way. Um, you might be able to get some free or very low paid workers to see if they're right fit for, for your company also. Um, but now you're starting to build a pipeline of people that are automatically coming into your business. Now you'll need to have a little more oversight on those things, but the payoff for this can be huge. So you never have to go out looking for people. Um, anyway, field some of those relationships with schools, um, again, internships, that type of thing. Uh, tip two, let some of the leaders do the talking. In your corporation, again, if you're a little bit larger and you have, um, you know, you've got foremen or you've got uh, office leadership, create an incentive program for your leaders so that when they bring a new, a new worker or somebody to the table, they can be rewarded in some way if that works out. Now, obviously, you'll need to share your heart of the type of position, what you're looking for, the person, those type of things, for that position. But if you've done your homework and you've put your documentation together, that won't be hard. Um, And then you'll start finding them do your legwork for you because they're looking for good people and they only want to work with people they know, like and trust. There we go. That really sets us off strong with great people. So... I hope this makes sense. Hiring and firing is a a tough thing, Um, but building a culture is what we're really trying to do here. So there's there's another way of getting over your management problems. Uh, We're going to continue to talk here at Real Construction, talk about our framework. So join us in our next episode as we start to talk about, that was what we just talked about on the management side of things. That was life. These things, if you do these things right, get management right, it will give you life and abundantly. (laughs) It'll be good. Next, we're going to talk about liberty. How do you find liberty, money, money, freedom, and time freedom? We talked about money already. We're going to go to time. So thanks for joining us here today on Real Construction Talk, and we hope to catch you on the flip side. Take care, guys.